Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today's message comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 6 to 8 and 19 through 28. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, as we gather together today and we think about Christmas, I'm going to ask you a question that I want you to consider apart from Christmas. If you still think about Christmas, that's okay, but this question is intended more to be thought out for the entire year. What do you expect to hear in church on a Sunday? Now, for some of you, this might be your first time here, and maybe you have no expectations. For some of you, this might be your 1,000th time here, so you should really be able to answer this question. So, what do you expect to hear in church on a Sunday? Now, I wanted you to focus on the year because if we just focus on today, it would be easy to say, the children, how cute they are, the costumes, they're singing Christmas songs and reading from God's word, and baby Jesus, of course. I wanted to go beyond that. What I have done is put together a list of the answers I thought you might say, but also the answers I wanted you to say. So let's take a look and see how you did. Jesus. Forgiveness. His death. His resurrection. Heaven. As we're just a week away from Christmas, it's really easy to get caught up in all different kinds of things. Last-minute Christmas shopping. Wait, I'm sorry. Everyone is finished by now, right? You have Christmas programs and concerts for school, Christmas parties for work or family or friends. That, on top of all the other normal, everyday stuff you have, like school, work, sports, and whatever else you or your family might be involved in. Amidst the busy nature of Christmas, it's easy to forget what Christmas is all about. It's not about the gifts you're giving to others or the gifts you're receiving from them. It's not about the time you're spending with family and friends. It's not about the food the chocolate and the so-called fruitcakes that aren't even cake. The most important thing about Christmas is not about what gift you can give baby Jesus. It's about what Jesus has given to you. In the gospel reading that was read, you heard these words describing John the Baptist, who was the last prophet before Christ began his ministry. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. John's ministry wasn't about bringing glory to himself. It was about bringing glory to God and pointing others to Christ, the light of the world. That is the whole reason that he came. And John was able to see Jesus in person to baptize him in the Jordan and to see him walking along the road and say, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And so when you come and worship here, these are the things you should expect to hear. 
You're going to hear us talk about Jesus. You're going to have pastors who will point you to Christ. We will witness to the Lamb of God, the light of the world. Jesus isn't just the reason for the season. He's the reason for life. He's the reason for everything. Because what he has done for you is the most important message that you can ever hear. About God in heaven who came down to earth, born of the Virgin Mary, being both fully God and fully man, being the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You see, we're all sinners. We all have sin. We have the sin that was passed down to us through all generations, from our first parents, Adam and Eve, in the Garden of Eden. When they ate the fruit, they were told not to eat. Since then, all of us have been born into sin. We're sinners. As David writes in the Psalms, Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. And because we're sinners, we do all kinds of things that we're not supposed to do. Every commandment that God has given to us, we don't follow. We lie. We steal. We commit adultery, even if it's just looking at someone lustfully. We gossip. We hate. We have things that are more important than God. We don't respect our parents. We don't respect other people. God tells us to love him with everything, every part of our being, and love everyone else. And we often don't do either of those things. What we do is love ourselves. We put our own needs first. We make sure we're taken care of before we take care of anyone else. We spend our time on the things that we want to spend it on. We don't joyfully come to worship to hear the word of God preached. We struggle to get here. We grumble all the way. Or sometimes we just don't come. We're selfish and we sin every single day. And what we deserve for our sins is punishment. It's death. As Paul writes in Romans, for the wages of sin is death. And we don't deserve just physical death. We deserve eternal death. We deserve hell. And so Jesus came to forgive us of our sins. But there was only one way for that forgiveness to be possible. Someone had to take our punishment, take our death. And that's why John calls Jesus the Lamb of God who takes away to the sin of the world. It's because Jesus is our perfect sacrifice. He gave up his life for us. And so when we talk about forgiveness, we have to talk about Jesus' death. It's the only way for our sins to be forgiven. Jesus went to the cross and died in our place. He bore the weight of all our sins as he died. Every single sin of every person who ever lived and ever will. Jesus died for them all to bring us forgiveness. But it doesn't end there. If the story stops after Jesus' death, it's an incomplete story. Because Jesus didn't just die to give you forgiveness. He died to give you life eternal life. And so if we talk about Jesus's death, we have to talk about his resurrection from the dead, because that is the final act that shows Jesus really did take away our sins, was true God and true man, and will give eternal life to all who believe. His resurrection is all the proof you need. 
as Paul writes, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift. For everyone who believes in Jesus, this life doesn't end in death. This life ends in heaven, paradise, spending eternity with our Creator, our Lord and Savior, and the one who gives us faith to believe all these things. That's why at Christmas and every day of the year, the most important thing is what Jesus has done for you and the gift he has given to you. If none of these things happen, you are not able to present any kind of gift to Jesus, which is what we're going to talk a little bit more about on Christmas Eve. So we'd love to have you back next week. You can join us Christmas Eve morning at 1045, and then later in the day at 4 p.m. or 6.30 p.m., and Christmas Day at 11 a.m. We'll see you then. Amen. And now the peace of God which passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.